0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Joe Ostrowski and Chris Raji with you on this Friday. BetQL Daily live on 1430 The Bet in Denver, 105.9 FM HD2 in Chicago. Chicago's new home for wagertainment in FM HD3. In Los Angeles, on Twitter, at BetQLDaily. Raji, let's head out to Las Vegas and bring in Rex Byers. You can find him on Twitter, at Rex underscore Byers. He's the risk manager for the Westgate Superbook. And uh, Rex, I was just curious, as we've got uh, the day-to-day going on with baseball now, maybe things are settling in a little bit. Of course, the NBA, NHL regular season and its final stretch Uh, The NFL draft, you know, the NFL, the monster, uh, just the mother of everything right now. I'm I'm wondering if you guys are getting a ton of action on that. Uh, As far as the Superbook, what are bettors most interested in right now?
1: Hi, gentlemen. How are y'all this morning? When you uh, when you when you put it like that, I guess I'm not allowed to go on vacation, which starts uh, tomorrow. <laughs> <general>.
0: uh, this <laughs> is no, it's fun. It, hey, it's I've been thinking about what I'm going to do. Well, we've got to get all our vacation in before we get to September, right? Yeah, uh, it's I, I've
1: annually taken this time. It's for me horse racing was a big part of who i was growing up i started betting when i was basically on horses before anything else when i was 12 going over to the track and they had just put the voucher machines in it churchill downs and you're looking around to make sure no one can see that you're betting because there's no (laughs) chance i pass for 18 at age 12 when i'm 5'4 and 135 pounds so (laughs) yeah i mean the the bottom line is that's that's where it started for me and so I i try to make it a pilgrimage every year i mean no matter where i am at in the world i I spent many years offshore, but it doesn't matter. Everybody got to know after a while. And I sort of, you know, wherever I've been, I've sort of said, well, I'm not going to miss the Derby ever. And of course, last year was its own asterisk, um, you know, being that, you know, it didn't happen until September and football is already going. And, and I was in the middle of going from Caesars to the Westgate, so it just wasn't going to happen. But, you know, I I, it's, I think a lot of things happened last year that aren't ever going to happen again, and that was, you know, me missing the derby's one of those things, and it won't happen again this time. So very much looking forward to that. And yeah, I mean, in terms of, of betting volume, um, you know, it's it, it just varies. I mean, there are certain nights you're going to get somebody coming to the window and ask for a big bet on an NBA game. Uh, you're going to get some some days where people are wanting to bet five figures on the baseball uh, in a certain game, you, you know, it's it's those are the two that are still going to write the most business on a daily basis. But, you know, obviously there's still going to be people betting the hockey, and as we get closer to the playoffs, that'll ramp up as well. And, you know, the bottom line is our biggest exposure tomorrow, as things stand, are gonna is going to be on the UFC fight. We have a, uh, you know, parlay liability that came out last Saturday. We got pretty well bludgeoned, and one of the one of the standing bets that was left to, to really put the icing on the cake was the the last leg of the parlay, which is Shevchenko. And that's the reason why we're dealing her five dollars. Come back four dollars gets Andrage when the whole world's a little bit cheaper than that. And we're basically trying to give away a little bit of Andrage back, uh, just because we can't win on that fight. You know, it's uh, with the carryover to the parlay. You know, not only do I like Shevchenko a little bit and don't think she probably is going to lose. You know, even though I do have some respected friends who have taken some four dollars from us and think that there's value on the dog in that fight. You know, I have no choice but to deal on the high side based on the exposure that we're we're looking at going in.
0: Sure. Uh, who do
1: you? You, who do you like on the main card? Um, so in the first fight, you know, we'll go over the stuff that's the paper. We're, we're dealing at the, at the superbook. The top five fights all have props as well, which means we're dealing which round the fight will end in, or will it go to a decision? And then uh, the method of it, you know, your, your option is each fighter by knockout, TKO, you know, um, submission, or uh, you know, by decision. And then draw, of course, if you want to take the A, you to one, you know, which, you know, we've seen stranger things happen in some of these fights, um, in the main event Usman against Masvidal, these two fought, um, you know, a while back and it was one of those fights on short notice where, you know, the dog one had to go from the States, you know, get, you know, prove that he could pass the test, go to fight Island and then go over there on six days notice. And and battle. And he, you know, to be fair, he did battle, you know, he was very game and and defeat, but you know, a lot of the same problems that prop that that cropped up over there for him are going to happen here again, this time. I mean, Usman's the best wrestler in the division, you know, if he needs to, he can fall back on that. And that's his huge edge. Um, But he's pretty much the best striker at welterweight as well. And uh, you know, his pace and pressure are going to give anybody fits, you know, he can always dictate where the fight takes place and, masvidal's path is basically by knockout and it's just tough for me to see that happening um you know one thing is he doesn't get stopped either masvidal's been fighting uh you know at the at the top level i think it's it's been i don't even know how long many many, many years since he's lost by you know anything other than just the decision so it seems like a use by decision would be the way to go there I, I think there's a little bit of value in that but i wouldn't be totally shocked if uh you know, Masvidal gets a little bit desperate and, and gets aggressive late and ends up getting stopped. Um, you know, with the fact that it's a 25-minute fight, there's plenty of time for Usman to pick his spots. And you know, like I say, he's just that good. I mean, I don't, I don't think that you'll ever see Mazzarol catching this kind of price against anybody else. But you know, we're really seeing something special there. In the uh, the two main women's fights, um, you know, you've got uh, Shevchenko uh, against Andrade uh and that's for uh for the uh, flyweight title 125 um it's it's there's potentially like i say for for andrage to compete you know obviously former champion at 115 and now she's in the new weight class and you know you know gets the champion there because there's just not that many challengers uh, at that level and you know andrage's power is a huge plus uh, but you know josh she's already small to begin with at 115 and now she's coming up you know and Having to deal with four-inch disadvantages of height and reach, and you know, <clears throat> Shevchenko's just a, a world-class Muay Thai fighter, and uh, you know, I, I would expect that you know she'll avoid pushing for the knockout and play it safe with counters, and and probably you know in an empty division, probably take another decision, and and that would be the way to bet that fight probably if you could get plus money there, given the fact that it's tough to, to ask to lay you know minus five hundred or so on a on a, a championship level fight. And then the other women's uh, title fight that's uh, between those two is uh, strawweight, only 15, it's Naman Junis, and it's Wiley Jing. Now, this uh, if, if you remember back to last year, uh, that the, the fight with, with Jing was against uh, Joanna Jasjerzik was probably the best women's fight of all time, and I'll go on the record saying, I probably, for me, probably one of the top five fights I've watched, men's or women's, of all time. So it just goes to show how far women have come in the sport um, Nama lost to Andrade uh, a head slam TKO, and then, uh, you know, came back a year later and beat her in a split decision. And, you know, there's no doubt that she's a precise striker, and, um, you know, she had a speed advantage in, the, in those fights, but, you know, she's going to have to slow down, uh, Zhang, and, and she'll have to use her kicks to do that and take away some of her power, but that's easier said than done. I mean, Wiley has the ability to, to, to take some strikes and she'll deliver them as well, and that's what she did against JJ. and you know, obviously, she she took out Andraj in round one to become a champ, and, you know, it was a similar, you know, comparison there. So she'll probably pressing forward the whole time. And, you know, over the course of 25 minutes, I, I can't see her, you know, Namajuna's hanging around for that long. I mean, she'll have some success mm-hmm. early, but I think that she'll slow down and, you know, Wiley will take control at some point and probably win the fight, whether she'll stop it or not is the the curiosity there but you know, there's plenty of ways to attack it as i said with the round props and everything so those are the top three fights and that kind of gives you an ability to to look into it and you know you can go deeper on the card and look for some options as well most of the stuff for me is favorite centric this time and I, and I generally try to look for value in the dogs i just really don't see much there uh Kroot i like against anthony smith and uh carnalosi i like against nah liang as well so those are the two favorites i'm looking at a little bit down the card but like i said there 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 could be some dog value but i still have a smidge of work to do left but like i said the majority of it for me was was making sure that i knew a lot about those top five fights because of the fact that we're doing uh props on those and you know obviously that the action on that will will pick up later today but really when you ask about like what does what does the book need it's a very similar answer for this and the derby and the draft and that's until we get closer to to when the fights actually start there's not much to it. I was working last night and the last couple of nights and there was really very little interest in anybody betting uh, anything other than basketball or, or baseball. You know, the fights will, will draw some interest today and especially tomorrow. And just like, you know, when I'm gone next week, they will be betting the Derby probably Friday and Saturday, but beforehand, you know, there's just really not that much to it. You know, you'll have some people here and there and some tourists that are traveling in that will be leaving before the events take place to give us, you know, give themselves some, some souvenir tickets or some tickets to bring home and then bring back if they win the next time. But, you know, in terms of actual volume, you know, that we can write and have to sweat. It's just not there yet.
0: Sure. This is Becky L. Daily, Joe Ostrowski and Chris Ronti. Our guest is Rex Byers at Rex underscore Byers on Twitter, risk manager for the Westgate Superbook. And uh, Rex, you were talking about uh, how you grew up, how you got interested in the betting game and, uh, going to the Kentucky Derby, and we're just over a week away from that. Uh, wonder if you could provide some clarity because I'm getting some questions. I'm in a legal state, um, Illinois, and people are telling me, "Hey, I, I don't, I don't see the Derby on my apps, PointsBet, FanDuel, DraftKings. What do I have to do? How do I have to bet it?" And I, and I know out in Vegas at some specific books, you can't do. The Pick three, pick four, pick five, you know, Churchill Downs, uh, some of the decisions that they've made. Uh, can you provide some clarity for people? How exactly can they bet the Derby? And can you still do some of those exotics involving three, four, five races?
1: This is a great question. There's one I'd recommend, uh, an acquaintance of mine, Ron Flatter, who used to work, or think he still does work at VSIN. And mm-hmm. he also has, has taken a job now in Louisville working for a horse racing publication. I believe he's either just starting that or it's going to be happening soon. And I think he relocated from Vegas to Louisville. He's done a good job over the last, well, really, he does it every year. He bangs the war drums of why these antiquated rules in Nevada must go in terms of, uh, you know, the, 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 there's issues with Churchill Downs Incorporated and the Nevada horse, you know, the people that are involved with the Nevada horse, horses uh, for the dissemination rights to Churchill Downs tracks. And as things stand, there's an impasse there that won't allow us to book. And this includes the Superbook. We can't book the Churchill Downs races as things stand directly uh, and because of the, there's no feed. So because we don't have the feed, we can't write the bet. So if you wanted to come in and bet as things stood, you wanted to bet Keeneland today, or yes, I guess the closing day was, is maybe it's today, or yeah, yeah today. So you want to bet Keeneland today, no problem. You know you could put anything you want there all the way, you know, all the pick sixes, pick four, pick threes, actors tries, supers, whatever, name it. You bet it. As mm-hmm. things stand, at Derby, I think the tracks are gonna have to go at it alone. I mean the, the sorry, the sports books are gonna have to go at it alone and get permission from the gaming, you know, commission to be able to book the derby itself just in house. You know, you're gonna have to be able to book it in house, which means uh, the payouts won't be the same, they'll be capped at a certain level to protect the house because we're not gonna be involved with it, you know, there's that's not paramutual it per se right. via the track. So great question in terms of uh, how can you bet the race? Because there's going to be different answers for every jurisdiction. I can't what what, what are we doing, Illinois. Rex?
0: It's re- it's great. It's crazy. <laughs> it's like, 20, this is, 20, a that is it's, dying.
1: It's, it's, yeah. This is 2021. Right. And we're, we're, people yeah. are fighting over a few crumbs based on, you know, it's, and it's everybody wants to blame, put the blame on somebody else. Where in reality, if you put yourself in the in the in the vision of the horse player, you realize that they don't care. We don't care about why you, you don't have the right money. You're not getting this or you're losing money on that. You know, the bottom line is if somebody it has to take a little bit of a hit here and be in a position to put it up so we could actually bet it. Like, it, to be in the year 20 to 21 and have this conversation, is a bore a lot absurd. But until, yeah. you know, for me speaking too much off the cuff, I really don't know enough about it to be able to make enough of an educated opinion to, to argue for anything. And I'm certainly not getting paid to lobby for either side. <laughs> <laughs> the knows I'm not going to do that either.
0: Sure. So, uh,
1: you know, all this stuff that we talk about when it comes to um, how slow some of these states are to get on board with, you know, online gambling, just or, or gambling in general. When do you and, and I guess it's it's now what, about half the states, Joe, that are that are allowing? Yeah, um, we got a bill with Florida hitting.
0: yesterday. That was surprising that Florida get, is getting involved.
1: You know, Rex, your feel on this. When do we get to a point where it's across the board? We're doing this and we we. You know, we stop being slow on the take when it comes to adopting this around the country. Oh, I, I like I say, if it's, if it's in terms of this, I, that's, this is one thing I moved back four years ago to get licensed in Nevada, specifically because I knew that this was coming. Once the Pabster cards were going to fall, it's only a matter of time. And as long as you keep it in the rights of the states, the states, generally speaking, that are more well-run than the others. And, you know, have the ability to understand that there's money to be made in this. If you, if you, you know, legislate it properly, try to stay out of the way, you know, set it up to where there's competition and free market and let the people that are good at this, you know, be the ones that ultimately survive rather than cluttering it up. You know, I, you know, I I can, you know, the state of Illinois is a great example of how things have been done that you just scratch your head at like every turn. Like, you know, people want to put their, put their hands out and try to figure out a way to get money up front. Whereas if you just would, you know, instead of being so greedy up front and say, we'd have to have this money now, you know, let things play out the right way. The states that do this the right way are the ones that are going to be long-term benefit, ben- you know, that they're, they're going to benefit better in the long run. And you'll see that play out over the course of several years and maybe even decades. But, you know, the, the people that, that set up the legislature incorrectly here at the start are the ones that, you know, you won't see it at first, but it won't take long for you to figure out how, you know, when you see how poorly run some of these places are, are And will be you know, going forward.
0: Rex Byers, Westgate Superbook. Rex really enjoyed the visit. We only have uh, thirty seconds. Well, maybe we'll have to talk about this next time because because I, I noticed on Twitter that you're a big Hobby Bias fan. <laughs> 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 like last
1: night's effort. Yeah. Uh, bottom line was it was deplorable. I mean, I you know it's just not yeah. the way you want to play the game. I mean, it's it's and I'm not sitting there trying to be Grandpa from 1948. Get off my lawn. Just there's things you do and there's things you don't do. And you 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 know, it's it's how can you possibly make that many mistakes in one at bat? I mean, and and the fact that he was safe at first after the so called quote single last night doesn't let him off the hook for the effort there. And and the bottom line is I I just can't have guys like
0: that on my team. And that's that's the guy that the ownership wanted to give a big contract to. We'll see what happens as we get close to the trade deadline. Rex Byers, risk manager for the Westgate Superbook. Thank you, Rex. Uh, Also enjoyed uh, all the insight into UFC 261 coming up this weekend. Coming up next, we'll do betting aside. Joe Ostrowski, Chris Ranji on the BetQL Audio Network.